Yo, what's up? It's your girl, Father Longlegs. Couple quick announcements before we get into this episode. Happy spooky season! It is October. You know that's my favorite month. Um, and not just because it's my birthday, but I just like the leaves turn, the moon's different, and it's it's just a good time. Um, but that's not what I'm here to talk about. I wanted to say thank you to everyone for supporting the Seed and Spark campaign. I know I thanked y'all last week, but technically I thanked y'all prematurely because I recorded that intro before the campaign ended. And now I can safely say we hit 100%. Fuck yeah. Thank you so much to everyone who shared, donated, or just, like, looks at the campaign. Honestly, um, it's just cool to sort of be able to finally put that out there. Um, can't wait to share the finish short with y'all when it's done. If you want to be in on the latest news for when that short's done and, you know, where it's playing and all that, um, once all that is announced, uh, follow it on Seed and Spark, seedandspark.com slash fund slash get loved film for free. Sorry, get loved short for free. And on Instagram, it's at get loved film. Anyways, you guys know I post shit ton so it's pretty not hard to find things uh if you ever are like where's that thing she mentioned just go to my instagram at Teresa Lee bot or you know at me on twitter at larisa t um but you know be nice i guess or no i do whatever you want but you know i probably won't respond if you mean um doesn't mean you can't do what you want all right it's a free country anyways a couple shows coming up uh speaking of free (laughs) Um, I think most of these are free. Uh, this is, I am back in Los Angeles, so this Friday night I'm going to be at Jetpack Comedy in West Hollywood. That's at Bar Lubitsch. Um, all of these are going to be on my website, by the way, TeresaLeeComedy.com slash shows. Then Saturday night, that's October 16th, I will be doing a charity show. Um, it's not my charity, but I'm on it. So it's um, for Abundant Housing, which is a charity raising uh, funds and awareness and resources for our unhoused neighbors in Los Angeles. Love what they do. I did a show with them before during the pandemic on Zoom. Um, This one's in person, so you can check that out. I do believe there is a ticket fee, but I think it's all going to charity. So the Eventbrite is on my... (coughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Excuse me. Sorry. Wow. Spooky season. The Eventbrite is on my website. Um, And also next Tuesday night. I am doing a show all the way on the west side, so I never go out there. I think it's, it's like Venice, you know, so if you're out there, um, come check that out. It's called Conservation Comedy. And that's it for the announcements. I really don't have too many announcements. Um, I do want to say that I will be putting a spooky episode out next month, okay, because I love spooky season, and if you... That's you, the confidant, listening to this right now. Have a spooky story or a ghost story, anything fun you want to share or, you know, my themes are loose. So if you're like, wow, I, you know, embarrassing story from Seventeen Magazine. I'm dating myself, but when I was young, we used to have a magazine called Seventeen Magazine. And, you know, you read it when you were like 12, not 17. And there's a section called Embarrassing Stories, okay? It's kind of like the precursor to Reddit's FML. But anyways, if you have anything spooky you want to share, you know, whether with your name or anonymously, you can... Send that to me. Tell me anything pod at gmail.com. Um, it'd be fun to read some confidant spooky stories. Um, they can be real short or, I don't know, write me a paragraph essay if you want. Um, but uh, I'd love to share that on the spooky episode next week. And I can't believe we're already here, but um, it's going to be another solo episode this 
end of the month, okay, I do these every year for my birthday, and I will continue the tradition. So there's going to be an all-new solo episode at the end of this month. Um, I am excited to record and share that with you. And that's it for the announcements. Please enjoy this episode with Raphael Chastang. We had so much fun talking. Um, definitely check out his show, Pretty Smart on Netflix. Follow him online. He's hilarious. I'm sure most of you know him already from College Humor, since a lot of you know me from that circuit and Cracked and you know the digital comedy world. Um, but yeah, enjoy this episode. It's your girl, Father Longlegs. You know me, Daddy T. Uh, you know, <laughs> the wicked bitch of the yes. Okay, that's a new one. I don't like that one that much. Uh, <laughs> but I'm here with my guest, who you may have heard that lovely laugh. I'm so excited to have him on the pod. He was a former staff member on college staff. I don't know, cast member. I don't know what they brand themselves now these days. Um, you know, a prefect, whatever. Former well-known popular figure on college humor um <laughs> is an internet personality of great comedian and has a series on netflix called pretty smart coming out october 8th give it up for Raphael chesting yeah you better be giving it up in your cars and in your homes now college humor uh they don't refer to themselves at anything anymore because it basically, yeah, <laughs> basically, it's okay. Dead, yeah. You graduated. I, th- I graduated. I was cracked. cracked was similar, and it's oh, it's still big feel, fan of Cracked. Oh, thank you. But I still feel I was never like as prominent as a cast member, um, because I technically was a producer and finagled my way into writing. Yes. But you know, they were like, everyone here is white. We need to put you on screen sometimes. And uh, <laughs> no, I love everyone at Cracked, but but that, <laughs> that part is true. Uh, so, you know, uh, I understand the whole thing shut down, but still have love for the people, but also right. secretly want to hate a company for letting go a bunch of people, which I'm sure you can't talk about, so don't. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Well, I guess I could now because uh, severance has already been paid out. So there's no real, uh, there's yeah. no real repercussions, but yeah, yeah, we'll we'll stay, we'll steer clear and we'll be steer safe. Clear. You're you're thriving. You're in a Netflix series. I I picked a tweet of yours. I like to read a tweet to intro us. Uh, this is from Raf's uh, Twitter. If free will is real, why haven't we finished our pilots? Yeah, I'm <laughs> on that one. So you know, a I lot feel of like, shared misery there. <laughs> I think that was, I think that was a quarantine tweet, and I kind of got a little bit. I got back into. We were to, before we started. We were talking about reverting back to like your old yes. uh, versions of yourself, and in quarantine, I reverted to like a little bit my high school self, and like getting into like philosophy and shit like that. <gasps> and I was, and I started to seriously question. Uh, the whole idea of free will, or at least the idea of free will as I understood it, could not okay. just I I couldn't uh, I, I couldn't see that that is actually a real thing as I understood it to be. I'm so so many things in that sentence to unpack. First of all, I you know I was gonna say if you know me, but we like know each other as comedian friends, which is yeah. like, to say we do and we don't. Yes. So, when you said philosophy, I got excited because uh, I'm not like a scholar to philosopher, but I love Same. to wax uh, poetic slash high about philosophy. So sure. I'm very excited about this conversation already. 
And you mentioned <laughs> quarantine, and I do want to um, fill the audience in because we had a talk right at the start of quarantine. Do you remember this? Yes. Yeah. When, am I allowed to talk about this? Yeah, of course. Okay. I don't know why I wouldn't. I just, I, was, <laughs> I did not bring up, it, it came to me um, as you said that. But early on, you, like, literally, I feel like first week of quarantine or something, when we right. thought it was very short, when we were like, just stay home for two weeks, guys. Yeah. Um, you asked me about, like, stand up in LA. Yes. And yes. it was very lovely. We had a nice convo. But I remember being like, huh, like, does he know we are gonna be hit this for a while like i <laughs> had a feeling we were not like i was thinking like i'm not gonna be do, doing 10 for a year i had just canceled my tour right like, i was like what is happening i had just started at like maybe an instagram show that would keep going and then i yeah. was like happy to help but uh just so you know not a good time <laughs> uh, but i love that did you ever end up um like taking action on that you you had uh, stand up is what what the conversation was about Right. Yeah. After after College Humor had ended, I was like, well, I got a little bit more time on my hands now. I'm not like spending every night, you know, trying to uh, write or edit sketches. So uh, but no. So so I might. <laughs> OK. I mean, neither did I. I just really started doing stand up this month. Hell yeah. No, I love. Yeah, that's so incredible. And it sounds <laughs> fun. You said you were doing you were about to do a college. I am doing a college. Oh, that's right. I'm doing a college in like Fitchburg, Massachusetts, which I've never been to. I'm sure yeah. it will be not fun, but it's. Oh, really? Well, I don't know. It'll be fine. College gigs are weird. Not to please book me. But uh, no, they're just weird <laughs> because it's like, you know, as with when I was in college, like we had so many things to go to and they were all free. And like, I'm sure the people got paid, but the students aren't paying for them. So, well, they are, but not directly. So there's this. Right. Like, it's a different feeling. Versus, oh. Like I prefer. I'm happy to do college shows. They pay well. They help me pay my bills. But when I do like a bar show where everyone wants to be there, it, yeah. like, it feels different. It Got feels it. Different. Okay. Okay. Um, Got but, it. But, you know, grateful for the opportunity. I should probably cut this out. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> this is a podcast in the spirit of honesty. Um, I do yeah, like exactly. to ask. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. <laughs> well, I'd like to. So before we, this isn't like your big confession, but I always ask for a good confession because sometimes we go to a dark place. So as a way for my confidants, listeners, as I call them, to get to know you, just like a quick humble brag. Is there anything good you want to confess? Like something you want to, you're excited about, you're proud of, uh, something you want to hype up or really anything as long as it's positive. You know, this is this is gonna sound not positive, but to me it is. I never completed fifth grade, so to me, I'm doing pretty good. Like if you grade me on that curve, like I'm pretty successful for uh, somebody that never uh, completed the fifth what grade. What do you, what do you mean? Like I assume then you went on to sixth grade, or you just yeah, I went on to sixth grade, but it wasn't like I I skipped a grade. Like it wasn't like a teacher was like, oh, he's so smart, he he doesn't need to be here. It was that I got pulled out of school wow. and uh, never went back in until uh, sixth grade. We were we were in the middle of moving, oh, and gotcha. uh, yeah, my my parents weren't, or at least my mom wasn't like huge on school. Like some like some parents are really like mm -hmm. education is super crazy important, uh, which you know they obviously wanted me to get a degree, which I didn't do neither, <laughs> but. Uh, they, but, uh, but you yeah, she wasn't, humor. yeah, I was, yeah, that, no, that was my college. Yeah, absolutely. That was my comedy college. But, uh, yeah, never completed the fifth grade. We were moving to Memphis, 
uh, from Chicago or from, at that time we lived in uh, South Holland, Illinois, which is like 20 minutes south of Chicago. And well, that's um, a big move. That's a, d- a whole different state. Yeah, an entirely different state, an entirely different culture. That was Big a bit of a culture age. shock. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're that young to make new friends in a new state. Yeah, I was like 10 or 11. I was very excited uh, for the new thing. And so my thing was like, I was like, okay, this is great. I can reinvent myself uh, and be cool. <laughs> that never really happened, but... Uh, <laughs> and but, but I did learn something from that. From Well, we moved around a couple of different times. But something that I learned from moving around so much at that age is that you can't, you have to like accept every place as it is. You can't, because the, the, my, my initial instinct was to compare every place to Chicago. Uh, like sometimes people come out here from New York and they're comparing it to New York and that's yeah. just not what it is. So you kind of have to just look at it as its own uh, thing and grade it on its own uh, uh, scale, its own merit or whatever, like not comparing it yeah. to like a whole other that's a good way to i mean i i lo, like i don't know if there's a better term for this like i kind of think of it as like non-binary thinking but i know that can also uh, bring up a, di- a different thing which is like non-binary as an identity which is also important but i don't know how else to describe it besides the idea of like instead of thinking against something you just start from like everything is everything is in the moment present like a zero and then you experience it yeah but yeah i definitely used to be guilty of that new york comparison because before this you know for the listeners who don't know before this started we were talking a bit about um i'm in new york now but i used to live here and how i do like la a lot now but when i come here i revert to this like kind of a shittier version of myself and it's like the version that i thought was cool in new york and yes. when I first moved to LA, I was like very arrogant about it. Like I felt sure. like it made me better to right. be unhappy and to like have more experiences in New York. And I judged yep. everyone in LA for just like wanting to thrive and hike and like look at the moon. And I was like, these guys don't know how to live. They're so yeah, great. they're soft. They're soft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but fake. now I'm yeah. like, they are happy. Yeah, you know, some of them aren't, but that's okay. They're on their way. Like, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with just being where you are and like thriving in that culture. And then if you don't like it, leave. But I think New Yorkers feel they have to move to LA in spite of themselves. And that's why they hate it so much. And it's like, just don't, don't move there because of Hollywood, right. you know? But it's like, just don't then. Don't move there if you don't want to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was watching so. Oh, I was watching. Speaking of uh, happy things, I was watching uh-huh. uh, this uh, documentary on 9-11. Spike Lee did okay. this uh, documentary on 9-11. And they, but they were showing like all these actors that I had no idea lived in Brooklyn. John Turturro was one. And I think oh. Rosie Perez was another one. But I think, I feel like she's from the Bronx. But I think she lives in, yeah, whatever. Anyway, they, like she plays so- Brooklyn a lot, but I'm like, it's hard to tell with Hollywood. Sometimes they're like, I'm, I'm Canadian. You're like, okay. <laughs> it's like Australia Secret Canadian. Canadians. Yeah, and they're all yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to play. Like, I'm from South LA, but I'm from Toronto. <laughs> it's like, that's fine. All right. <laughs> like, actors <you> work. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> you, so you didn't grow up. Where did you grow up? Did you grow up in California? Yeah, I grew up in a couple of different places. So I, I was born in Chicago. We moved to South Holland, uh, which is a, a Chicago suburb when I was seven. And then, yeah, when I was 10, we moved to Memphis. Then we we stayed there for a year. Then we moved to Indian, uh, to Carmel, Indiana, which is outside of Indianapolis. Stayed there for a year. Then we moved uh, back to 
the Chicago land area. Then I moved. Uh, my sister burned the house down. We moved to Hammond, what? Indiana. Then we okay. moved back. I mean, we can gloss over that. Or not. <laughs> I don't know. Like, is there a one sentence summary of what happened there? <laughs> well, she was she was like seven years old. Okay. And uh, you know how when you're seven and you you get your first house key, like it's your first thing of like responsibility. Like this is the first you important thing that you And you get your house key, and then you get to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Exactly. Well, she had it. Uh, she was like making up her bed, and uh, I guess she had pushed the the key. It fell in between the wall and the bed, and she had pushed the bed up against the wall and accidentally jammed the key into an electrical socket. Oh no! So she's looking for a key, she can't find it. Then she sees where it is, and she just starts yanking it out, oh, like no. desperately trying to get this thing out of there. And then sparks start flying. She tells my brother, and my brother's like, uh. Close the door. <laughs> so they just so they just oh closed God. the door. My parents weren't there at the time. This was during the summer. Uh-huh. And I was supposed to be watching them, but I was at the library like a cool kid. Like cool. we already uh-huh. established. I was trying to be cool. But anyway. Uh, Snuck out to the, go to the library. <laughs> yeah, to the yeah. library. Uh, uh, How old were yeah, you? I was 13 okay. then. Yeah, I was 13. And uh, yeah, my dad came home. And uh, there's smoke like blowing out of my th- oh sister's my bedroom window, so he's terrified. And then he asked me what happened, and I'm like, I don't know. Like I have no clue. From his perspective, I've been here the whole time. Of course, I should be able to give a report of why there's black smoke coming out of my sister's room, but I had no idea. So uh, he starts calling nine one one. I go to grab the uh, fire extinguisher. I remember the fire extinguisher was in the laundry room, so I grab that. But my dad grabs me before I can go upstairs to my sister's room to put it out. So we're outside, we're waiting for the uh, fire department. The fire department comes and the fire chief goes, he's like, uh, okay, whose idea was it to close the door? And I was like, uh-oh. And my, my brother was like, that was me. And the chief is like, smart. That was a good idea. You saved the rest of the house, basically. By closing that door, you contained the fire. This is a, okay, great job. Then he goes, all right, whose idea was it to grab the fire extinguisher? I was like, that was me. And he goes, dumb, da dumb, dumb. He's like, oh, two, no. two, he's like two inches from my face. He's like, I'm 13 years old. He's like, dumb, da dumb, dumb. What? That's, uh, That's yeah, what I would have thought you were supposed ex- to do. Of course. Apparently, the, it's if a it's a big extinguisher, extinguisher. <laughs> but they sh- but uh, apparently if it's a if it's those are only for like st- really small stove fires or something stove top uh, fires and like if it's a bigger fire it actually exasperates it it makes it grow bigger faster stronger what? yeah it feeds the flame like the daft punk song that's not yes helpful yeah. at all i mean like they should just start calling doors fire extinguishers <laughs> we remember like Wow. Well, I, I mean, I'm, I'm glad that everyone was okay. That sounds yeah, everybody like was a big okay. story. But well, everybody was okay. That. I like yeah, that you yeah. said you were not cool because I know that, um, well, I mean, obviously I was also not cool, but um, that. Obviously. That, <laughs> I, you know, I did, was the one that read the books under the table while the teacher was talking. And, oh, wow. Yeah, that was me. But well, I, see, but now that is cool. I feel like when we were growing up, it, it wasn't cool. But I, I think now, I, I, I feel like this gen, which generation are we on Oh, now? because Z? books are like uh, vintage now. That's what <laughs> yeah, It's like instead of looking at your phone, you're looking at a book. It's like, what? Yeah, like uh, what was the White Lotus? The, the girls that are reading the books by oh, the Oh, yes. I've yeah, seen They're the cool. 
Yeah. yeah, I didn't watch it yet. I I watched oh, the trailer okay. and I was like, I should watch it. Everyone's talking about it. It's not. It's basically it's basically like a succession holdup. Like this okay. will hold you over if you're a fan of Succession. Until this will hold you over until the next season. Yeah. Well, the reason I brought up your nerdiness because on yes. humor you always play nerd. Like or the way people, like I was curious because in the sketches like when you guys play yourselves or versions yeah. of yourself, there's always this like, yeah. like oh Ralph isn't cool or whatever. Yeah. Is that something you pitch or is that like you just kind of brought that into your comedy and just like let it kind of like flourish as your comedy persona? Uh, I mean, well, obviously you're not like like talking to you like you're very cool and like very well adjusted, but it's definitely a character you play up in the sketches. So I'm just curious. Wow. How that? Wow. Or, right? That no, is the I nicest mean... thing anybody's ever said to me. What? <laughs> no, I, uh, so, you know, um, it's a little bit, it's a little bit based on perception, but also uh, it's not that far from the truth. And it's definitely um, at least a, a side or an angle that works. And I think it works just based on perception. Like people look at you and then they, they categorize you as, you know, just based on what you look like. Like, this is, okay, yeah, that's believable. I believe that. And, uh, yeah, let's go with that. That's what I want to see from you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so, uh -huh. like with the, however you are uh, perceived, uh, it, it, like, narrows down what people want to see from you or what they'll sure. uh, accept. Or the version of you. I think it's a yeah, it's like yeah, the version you that of you. you like. Yeah. And it, it feels then people can be on board without feeling like, cause I, I think there's like, a, I guess kind of more alty comedy, which I would call, it's funny cause college humor used to be super like bro comedy. You're right. But, yeah. But like the world where it's almost like po positive in that like we let's laugh, but like, consensually at the people who, who want to be laughed at right wasn't the 80s version of comedy but right i think it's fun um but there's the fun of it is knowing that like you're in on it too right if that yes makes sense. Of like, yeah of course yeah absolutely yeah you don't want to punch down yeah not today yeah like you were saying like maybe in the 80s that was okay but yeah uh -huh. you do not want to put you always want to be punching up for sure yeah well let's take a quick break when we get back i will get your confession All right, we're back. Okay, yeah. come. Raphael, is there anything you right. would like to tell me? So this is a, uh, the only reason I'm confessing this is because it's beyond the statute of limitations as, oh I, okay. as I understand it to be. The statute of limitations on a crime like this is five to 10 years. Did you burn down another house? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, just all over it the country. I, uh, so when I was 15, 16, I was, I was a junior in high school mm -hmm. and, uh, I would make, uh, counterfeit bills and spend them in the cafeteria, Whoa. like to buy food and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's like it. really genius. Well, slash like, where, okay. I have many questions. I'm sure there's a story yes. behind it. Go ahead. Where did it come <laughs> from? Like, did was this something that was like a grift happening in the school where you like the big you got let in on the secret operation the big kids were doing that pass it on or were you just one day like i'm in the library let me read about bills oh i can make one like what like how where did how did this begin so first 
what you just said about the the big kids and like is this a ring that's happening in the school or whatever like a a, a crime circle that's happening uh-huh. in the school the, it, that comes a, a little bit later on Ooh, uh it involves oh, my brother pin. okay no 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 <laughs> You're like, I uh, changed my name. I... <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's why I, you guys had to move somewhere. That's why we had to move all over the place. Uh, th- th- what I got it from was a... So Discovery Channel used to do actual like documentary stuff. And um, it was from a Discovery Channel documentary about a counterfeiter. And they showed how he did it. and then But they did it with the caveat or with the warning of... Now we don't want you to do this because uh, we because this guy who we're doing the documentary on who got caught for this actually learned how to do it from a documentary. So oh definitely my don't God. do it. Wow. So, so my thing was this guy got caught because he got greedy. He was making all these like hundred dollar bills and and go and like he had like a suitcase full of them. He's going to all these gas stations and, and passing them off. So my thing was just keep it small, baby. <laughs> just keep it small. Wait, how old were you? You junior, fifteen? Okay. Yeah, yeah, fifteen okay. or sixteen. So you're still a minor, so like you exactly, know, kids yeah. who understand the legal system and most don't. But like, if you know that you're not yet an adult, yeah, you yeah, get yeah. away with a lot. And it's like, yeah, you don't yeah. hurt people, but if you're just trying to run, like, a cash operation, like, your record can get wiped, I think. I don't know. Don't take, don't quote me on yeah. that. But no, after, I think it's after much less co- severe if you're like, I'm robbing my school. Like, right. <laughs> I'm robbing the system who has, like, <laughs> taken things from me because I'm a child with no working money or tax dollars anyways. So it's like, well, Exactly. It's like, and that's exactly how I looked at it. I was like, hey, <laughs> I'm taking, yeah, this is, you should be giving me this food. This is just be free food. Uh, but yeah. should be yes. paying you. That's learning in school. If you can learn how to make, I mean, you're doing more learning than most kids at your school. Maybe. I hope so. Uh, I mean, I did not finish. In fifth grade, I wasn't doing any learning at all. But yeah, did not finish fifth grade. But yeah, by that time, also did not finish uh, sophomore year of high school. Okay. Same situation. We moved again. Move. I got yanked out of school. Did not go back in until... Uh, junior year but um, I'm curious about your okay because I want to hear about how you started but I'm also curious about like what little Raf was thinking like was it like a fun because you know like it there's so many things we get into as kids that can just be like oh we didn't think back on how like serious that was yeah or there's like I think this is a serious thing and I'm gonna take it with that gravitas like I won't tell anyone I'm gonna get away with it or was it like right. I don't know let me see if this works like what was the like vibe when you were trying this out yeah it was the mine the minor thing and I was like if I get caught it'll only be like you know I'm d- using like ten dollar bills uh uh-huh. but no I did not realize which is stupid I did not realize how uh how serious the government took their money <laughs> which is like which is insane now uh to think about it but no they take that extremely seriously uh and it doesn't really matter if you're 16 or not like they're they're gonna check up on you uh they're gonna pay Wait, you a did, visit so what happened so you <laughs> so how long my, did you run it for so you I, made I bills it. tell us how no, yeah. no, tell us how to do it don't we're not gonna no, no, I, doing no, it no i won't okay. do it <laughs> I won't do it. Uh, uh, just watch but, his YouTube tutorials. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I made, so I, yeah, I made them and then I was able to pass them off in, uh, in the cafeteria. Um, 
to buy food, to buy like lunches and breakfast and stuff like that. And I did that, I don't know, for maybe like a couple weeks. And then I had, I was like, all right, I quit. I made like, I made like an announcement. Not, I, I wasn't saying, I, I wasn't saying like I quit spending. I never told anybody that I spent the money except for my brother. But uh, I, was, I, was, I was in the house and I was like, in Tam this was in Tampa, Florida. We had moved to Tampa at this time. So I was like, I quit, and I threw, I threw like all this uh, fake money on the on the coffee table, and my mom comes out and she's like, What is this? How did you get all this money? Thinking oh it's real, God. and I was like, That's not real. She's oh. she's like, and she didn't really ask any other questions outside of that. She was just amazed, like, oh Wow, you really? How did you do this? You just made this just here? That is so creative. Blah blah blah. <laughs> uh, but then my brother. So you made bills. it seem like you didn't, you were just trying a thing. Yes. You never spent it. Okay. Yeah, I so never like, said. It's not bad if I just did it for fun in this house and I didn't right. use it. Okay. Yeah. But my brother took it. Now, these are, there, there was like one last step that you have to make for these in order to uh -huh. make it like actually feel real, which I had not completed for these uh -huh, bills. Uh -huh. But my brother, just based off they look real, took these and went to school and was selling them and passing them to like selling <laughs> to them. Kids. That's another yeah. layer. Oh my yeah. God. Okay. Well, they're $10. So you could sell these for like a dollar or something sure. or yeah. whatever, or $5, whatever it is. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So he's good. So he's like, yeah. So he's so doing, he's, he's got his he's making it into real money. Yeah. He's making it into money. So, so he's doing that. And, uh, but yeah, he got, he got caught got eventually. Caught like somebody, yeah, somebody the caught him. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah, you got two, two. Uh, started two putting brass. his face on it. It's like <laughs> start signing up. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, were you scared? Like, why did you quit? Was was were you genuinely like I reached a place where I knew I could just do it? Like, it almost okay. I I used to think about things like watching heist movies. Like, oh, here's how I would do it, and then want to know if I could do it. But in my head, it was always this like internal compass of like not because I didn't want to be bad, but mostly because I was like. I just want to know I can. Ah. No. And then feel better then. And then like move on. But oh, I didn't man, want to I live had a in similar a world. Thing. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't want to live in a world where all of the smart me's were out there fucking over the world. So I'm like, I just want to know there's a lot of people out there who could and don't. And then that right. makes the system more. But I'm oh, curious wow. like how you felt because you didn't do it very long, right? So were you scared or were you really just like, I just want to know I can do it and I'm done? I just. Well, I, I knew I was, somebody gave me a look one time. They looked at the bill like a little bit too long. And I was like, all right, fuck it, I'm out. <laughs> so, yeah, after that, I, I, I quit. It was like one of the younger uh, uh, cafeteria workers. And, uh, yeah, she checked that just a little bit too long. But the line was so long, I think she was just like, ah, fuck it. I got to, it's $10, such and such. But, uh Was it always yeah, 10s or did you try to like, were you ever like, let me try to do this? A little more. No, 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 no. I didn't do that. I stuck with because I was such a big like the Goodfellas was probably my favorite movie at the time. Oh and gosh. I said, don't get greedy, don't get flashy. Uh, yeah, I knew that from gangster movies. <laughs> it is true though because it's yourself. like really hard to get mad at a kid who's faking ten dollars to buy lunch. You know what I mean? Like I know yeah. at some level it is like, oh, let me see if I can get away with it. Right. But another level, it's like. Yeah, but like, who's gonna take you to court? Like, like I wanted to get lunch. Like, oh 
like nobody would be like put this kid in jail for a <laughs> it's like we should just be buying him lunch like, yeah of that, like you know like i probably would have bought him lunch like <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly like a slap on the wrist something like that but well i mean yeah what actually what ended up happening is that uh, the, uh, the there was a secret service agent that came to my brother's school. We were different high schools. Yeah, yeah, he got oh, caught. Oh, so it got serious. They called someone in. They are serious about their money, Teresa. <laughs> they are so serious about How it. How did that even? So were kids they like, will come get you. it? Like there was a narc or something? Like uh, some. So one of the kids got caught with it and immediately narked on my. Uh-huh, sure. uh, immediately snitched on my brother. So uh, my brother got called into the principal's office. They had a, a secret service. Did he snitch person on you? Come. My brother. So they, so here's what happens. My brother's in the yard. They call my mom up to the school. My mom knew. She, so she already has the previous knowledge. She knows where the bills came from. So she 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 gets into the office and she's like in the back corner while they talk to my brother at, at the desk, uh-huh. and they ask him where how did you get the money where did you get the money whatever the source of the shit and my mom is sitting in the corner like you better not snitch oh my god that was her whole that was her whole thing my mom and he didn't of course he didn't that's yeah no that's my homie yeah well that made me guess that i uh it's funny thinking about what must have been going their head but i doubt they their first thought was that it was just like a 15 year old like they're probably like oh we've stumbled upon there's a whole thing you know like yeah maybe probably. he's getting it from someone else and there's maybe he's connected to something bigger and it's like right or hoping out- that even because this was in small town tampa yeah. so this is like the secret service agent in tampa so they're probably gotta- hoping that it's like this big case that they can crack like, open. Finally, I can make my name. And then it's like, no, not even, it's not even any like big thing at school. It's literally like within your own house. Right. Like, your yeah. brother. And you had quit. Like it was like, yeah. yeah, the guy who did it, like knew it was bad and gave up on it. And, and now he's done. So really that's where it ends. Like, and they yeah. almost like would be embarrassed to like have to write that report up to be like, so yeah. these kids got really good at, doing photoshop things <laughs> yeah that's exactly and what then it was. we got tricked and then <laughs> right. we thought maybe it was connected to a big thing but uh turns out it was just his brother anyway exactly then, uh, yep <laughs> yeah and then i was gone in damn the night. so they, they just believed him that he didn't or he just said i made them or how did yeah he... i mean they had they had to yeah he was like yeah i just made it on my computer so that that's where my mom did get pissed because then they came to the house so they have to come to the house now and they're checking the computer. They're like, oh okay, we're probably going to have to take your computer what? and your printer. Yeah, oh. this is in what, 2003? It's like a cl- normal office jet, jet printer or something. It's like, yeah, it's just a normal, yeah, it's just a normal printer. But that's, that's our, compu- oh like, we ha- there's no laptops or nothing like that in the house. Like, this is our, no, Ew. this is our computer oh and printer. God. But they didn't end up taking it. Uh, yeah, they just, they checked it. They were like, do you have any, nothing was saved on there. So, uh, yeah, they let us, uh, keep everything. But yeah, she was, she was, that's the thing that she was pissed about. She was like, first of all, do not snitch. Okay. Thank God that didn't happen. And then she was just pissed that like, they would threaten to take our computer, but they didn't. So neither of us got like in trouble for that, but, um, 
Yeah, that was not. That was. It was so yeah, scary it was a little sweaty. For a kid, but like it is yeah. also wild to think like because probably out of any like Best Buy wouldn't have flown. You know, like it really right. worked because of the way the school ecosystem works, where you you have kind of other dumb kids who would use it, and then like yes, aren't assuming that it would. You're trying to like grift the system. Right. So the fact that Secret Service got involved and we're just like this is not really anything we need to worry about. Like, yeah, it no, it's not really... out of hand. It, if it had gone out of the school, it would have been squashed. Like, yeah, they were probably trying to make sure nothing big came out of it. But like, right. that's so funny that they're like, oh, this is more about our system of money than it does about <laughs> kids. <laughs> like that they just fucked around and made fake bills. <laughs> yeah, but I think the statute of limitations on that is it can't be longer. It's not longer than 10 years. From everything no. that I've seen. So and there's I'm, no evidence. I'm in the clear. And you quit. Yeah, and there's no evidence. There's no, And it may or may not have happened. <laughs> and the no way evidence. the legal system works, if you can't prove any damages, you exactly. literally, which is shitty. I don't love that, but it's true. Like, you can be like, that person wants yeah, to do this, cases, and I stop yeah. them. And then right. you're like, okay, so you stop them. So what do you want now? It's like, I don't know, for them to be put away or not ever do that again. It's like, well, and when they do it, let us know. And you're like, what? When they kill me, let me know. Like, what? Exactly. Yeah, that's what makes it so hard for... When I was I was at uh, Entertainment Tonight for, like, nine years, uh -huh. and it makes it really hard for, like, celebrities to get uh, uh, restraining orders, like, against, mm. like, fan, like if there's fans that clearly present that could be a, an actual danger, Yeah. Uh, like stalkers, you know? It, it's Scary. difficult for them to get... Um, um, uh, restraining orders against them it's almost like they have to say have to prove that they like they actually hurt you in trying to kill you or something like that. yeah it's like, al it's almost like they have to actually attempt like make a like so yeah well. like the, if you get hurt then we'll step in yeah it's it's basically yeah the law doesn't prevent they're not good at preventing things from happening or, or protecting you. And they're also not especially good at catching them after nope, it happens. Not at all. So, no. <laughs> so it's like, so that's a, yeah, that's a tough situation. Yeah, that's a convo that I, I don't feel like will be too long to get into, but yeah, yeah that's for a sure. Fully, feel free to Google, uh, that's a fully you know, different thing. the history of those domestic Also, I cases. should, I should make clear, I wasn't, I didn't grow up poor. Like we were like lower middle class. No, no, but it not seemed like, like you weren't doing it out of necessity, right? You wanted to see if you could fuck the system. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't have. I mean, I didn't have lunch money, but I don't know why. I'm sure Were you I could have just asked. Getting packed lunches and you just wanted to buy lunch at school. No, 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 no packed lunches. I'm sure I could have just asked uh -huh, for money, uh -huh. but I, I, uh, yeah, for whatever reason, like I was going in there. Uh, but yeah, we were not, we were not poor. Although that brings up a whole other thing, also, because mm -hmm. like when I was growing up, I, I thought when I was little, I thought that to be in, in order to make it, if you were black, in order to make it, you had to have grown up poor. Does that make sense? Like you oh, had to have been from a project or something. Yeah, right. Their, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's like, but not even artists. Like even like like Colin Powell. Uh -huh. Colin Powell is from the Bronx. Like even like people like that. Like <laughs> like I had never seen like a, I don't know, like a middle class person get like. I couldn't name one. Like, yeah. Huh. That's why. Like, obviously, I, yeah. entertainers and sports people. No, but that definitely, but, like, definitely yeah, touches on a bigger, like, like, layered issue, which is like, amongst the white gatekeepers or whatever. The I don't know, they're not all white, but generally speaking, right, right. The old school gatekeepers. There's a sense of wanting to feel like the benevolent, like, 
like like hand like oh we gave we pulled someone yeah. out of oh it. yeah in that sense and they yeah. like love that not everyone i know blah 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 but like that feeling does really um bleed into that that trope they're talking about because it really feels like it's like if you do make it you there's a sense of like needing to be like in spite of and there's less excitement over someone who was like also not that like yes i also don't like generational wealth but like plenty of successful caucasian people out of generational right, wealth right, right, and right. we as a society don't get excited if you're like oh that person like went to school with you know that that's a person of color who went to school like the top school went to harvard with all the same generational wealth and also did well people are like yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah whatever yeah. they went to juilliard and they <laughs> didn't get a scholarship they paid their way so whatever right right, like, right right what like they're still talented i don't know yeah it's yeah strange yeah 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 very yeah interesting <laughs> <laughs> but it, it is like um the the story of how you did it for so short like so committed and then just so backed off is so interesting to me i'm yeah, curious like, if yeah, like in i'm curious in your adult life like did, is that something that like a pattern that you've been able to like you're very good at like just kind of you not an addictive personality you're just like oh yeah. i want to stop i stop but yeah. not so much where you're like scared to try, you know, it seems like you're like, right. I want to try things. And then I learn I don't like it. And you're just <laughs> good. Like, let me tell you something. I've told this to a couple people that uh, when it could whenever people like new when you meet new people and they're like, oh, uh -huh. what do you do? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. And the, the, in entertainment, such and such and such. And they're like, oh, so you do it. I, I don't necessarily I'm not I can't say that I'm in this because I love it. So I do love it. I do. I do love it. But that has not uh, so much to do with it because I like a lot of things, okay. <laughs> but I'm doing this because it worked. Th that's the thing. Like once it stops working, uh, uh -huh. I fully have to acknowledge that and <laughs> quickly find the thing that because I know because I, I have the kind of confidence that I have is that I'm confident that I'll find something that mm. will work for me. It might not be the my top thing, my number one thing, the thing that I absolutely want but uh that i want the most uh some people are like i can do anything i can't do anything but i can do something <laughs> and well, so my whole... that's your pro yeah well i i mean i would argue that you can do a lot of things well but what makes you do it well is your you approaching it with that attitude i i don't right. think it's a coincidence that you do things well but it probably helps you do it to think that it's a coincidence maybe i don't know well, I don't know a coincidence. No, or like the feeling of like I don't know, I didn't pick this; it just picked me. Well, can oh, I, are, you, are oh. you an Earth sign by any chance? I don't know. I'm a Libra. Oh, air sign. Okay, okay. That's no, air. Just, Interesting. Yeah. Okay. But it's very no balanced. Idea. Yeah, I mean, right. It's it's the scales that I know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I do love astrology, but it is more than just your sun sign. So we don't have time to get into your chart. But <laughs> That's so interesting, though, that you just do. So you almost it sounds like you are almost like programming yourself like a robot, like which is yeah, a new a thing robot. for me. I recently have started <laughs> during quarantine being like I can reprogram my negative patterns. But yeah. where you're like doing things like putting inputs and like experiencing life. And then you're like, if it doesn't work, I will, you know, Roomba my way to another thing. And yeah, I had to. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when I came out, yeah, because like I, I didn't have a degree and I really I, I didn't have like a fallback plan, but I knew that I wanted to do uh, entertainment, like writing and acting is what I wanted to do. 
I, I came out here, you know, I, you know, the first thing that you would want to be is like, it's like a Denzel or Idris Elba. Okay. Uh -huh. That's not going to work. <laughs> so, but comedy, uh, I just, I started progressing in that realm. So uh -huh. that's what I, I, I didn't, basically I didn't come out here thinking anything comedy wise, but, uh, yeah, that, that started working. So then that's what I, I stuck with. I kind of like within the realm of what you want to do. Uh, people will let you know like what you uh what they want to see from you i guess oh interesting yeah no yeah. i mean i think this is interesting tying back to what you said about free will because like yeah um, well there's no way to truly know until we're at the end right and then yeah, you can't come back and tell anyone but like right that's yeah the thing it's like you don't know until it's over like yeah how, which philosophy work because at any point right what it could be one or the other but yep. um i fundamentally don't think I see the world that way, but it doesn't mean that I'm right or you're wrong. Like, yeah. And also we're different people moving through different spaces. So like, yeah. it could be that we're both right. But yeah. uh, I've always, from like a young age thought, like I, the only way to get to where I want is to like, know what I want first and then only go for that and not take right. a different answer. Yeah. Which has worked for me so much as I'm still alive and here. Right. Uh, hard to tell if it would have gone any differently had I gone with the flow. Like if the flow took me somewhere else, and it wasn't what I wanted, but I did it well, like I could be just as happy. So it's hard to really know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it just, yeah, I think it comes <laughs> down to, yeah, I don't think that this, the way that I do it works for everybody, for sure. Like I said, yeah, there are some people who are like, I can do anything. Uh, yeah, I just, yeah, my type of, that's just not the confidence that I've ever had of like, I can do Really? You made counterfeit anything. bills. That seems pretty <laughs> Well, it, I did it until it didn't seem like it was going to work anymore. That's the thing. Like, I'll do it. I'll, yeah, I will try anything. But like, yeah, once it seems like it's not going to work. I, just... I tried to make a fake Game Boy for my sister, my twin, oh, yeah? as a gift. And it wasn't what? like, I didn't even have any engineering skills. It was like, she right. wanted a Game Boy. I could not <laughs> afford it. I was like, yeah. Oh, we that's out so of, like, sweet. Buttons and cardboard, like nothing like a game. Like I was just like, what's the closest I, with my limited scope, can get to it? And it, it, not close at all, but enough where I feel like that's now been my approach to things. Like I'll do things. I'm like, that's nothing like the thing you want. But like then I am slightly closer. I don't know. Like, that's, but it's no, yeah, of course you are. <laughs> no, no, but that's so sweet though. That's really nice. You're Santa Claus. You were like literally Santa Claus. I literally was like putting just making it in like your beads workshop. on the AD. Like, I'm like, this is obviously not a game. Oh <laughs> my God. Can you imagine? Oh my Lord. What if you had a child and they did something like that for you? Like, if you, <laughs> that would be so sweet. Would it? That's or amazing. just be like insufferable? Because then it's like. <laughs> It's like I wanted the credit of being like, well, you know, if I had the money, I would have gotten your Game Boy. So I should deserve the thanks of a Game Boy. <laughs> it's like, but it's not. It's not a Game Boy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, man. It. Well, I think this is a great place to um, get into our final segment, a, a game. Um, I kind of wrote this. Okay, this is called Questions, which is like questions that are wish-based. Yes. Um, because... I okay. I saw that you're doing a series uh, called Dimension and my. Oh uh, yeah, Dimension Twenty. Okay, is it sort of Dungeons and Dragon related or? Maybe yeah, Dungeons okay. and Dragons. Yeah. So I never got that into the. But I love fantasy and I love the idea of like uh, role play RPG games. So this is not anywhere as complicated as that. These are just I have a few questions that are basically like specific wish prompts that you have to answer. But okay. that's where I got it from because I'm like, ooh, Dungeons and Dragons, imagination. So 
<laughs> imagine. All right, here's the first one. If you could time travel to anywhere in your own timeline, like within your own life, for yeah. six minutes, and right. you're just an observer, okay, just so, so you go and you watch the six minutes, mm -hmm. when would you go to? I would go to when I did my, when I, uh, uh, uh fuck, a uh, showcase for SNL. I, w I would go to that. And that was about, that was, I don't know, five minutes or whatever. I would, okay. would want to see that. Yeah. Just to watch it as an observer in the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was at I, the old iOS that doesn't exist anymore. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Own biggest fan. Support, support yourself. They're all. Well, I would want to see. I want to see it because people said that uh, John Hamm was there, and people said that John Hamm laughed. So I want to see. That's, that's what awesome. I want to see. That's, really <laughs> that's cool. what I want to watch. That's huge, though. That is like a big moment. Like, a, a, yeah, I feel like that's huge, especially if you told your childhood self, like, here I am showcasing for us, and like. Yeah, I want to see if that happened. Yeah, I want to see if that happened. How was this? Was did he laugh for real? And <laughs> did he? And you know, how much did he laugh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'd be yeah, watching John Hamm, not yourself. Or would yeah, you have seen or, if you laughed? No. Oh <laughs> no, I wouldn't no, laugh. Like, like those. Yeah, yeah those yeah, characters. Yeah, like I. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Okay, watching John Hamm. I like that. Okay. <laughs> you could have the strongest x and the weakest y of any human in the world what x and y do you pick if i could have the strongest of any human which would be the things the strongest and weakest damn okay uh shit if i could have <laughs> the strongest uh i would say wait can i say the strongest brain sure yeah <laughs> it could have... really be anything it could be like imagination wait. it could be like foot you know yeah no i would say well when i say brain i mean like mentality like like okay, mental like fortitude no no like mental fortitude okay like strongest like like yeah just like willpower like uh yeah just like mental fortitude and then um i would say uh the weakest that's a weird one. Oh, i like that i was thinking that too i was like weakness <laughs> like anger because that's fun yeah and you could turn it into positive you're like yeah i just don't get mad like <laughs> exactly but deem the weakest temper in the world or you do get mad all the time but it's so weak <laughs> Uh, anyway. so mad. Anyways, yeah. Yeah, exactly right. I like that. Yeah, I, maybe I want the weakest sneeze. That could be kind of like. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, here's the final one. If, okay, so you know, like the phrase, like being in the back of the room when you're like a comic, you're watching like your peers on stage. Okay, yeah. so this is like abstract, but if you could be in the back of the room for any like creative person, like artist, performer, musician, whatever, like when they were coming up, like someone that, you know, now, you know, but like, let's say you were like, you know, a peer or whatever while they were already good, but not their famous self, like, you know, right. back of the room watching, yeah. who would you pick to be there for to watch like one of their sets, but you know, before they made it big time? Yeah. Damn. Let's see. Oh, that's my cords falling everywhere okay who would i pick damn who would i pick um to see them come up 
Let's see. I would say... You know what? I'm just going to go with Nas. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, I would yeah. like to see... Because people say that he was... Ra like, the thing that that I think like set him apart in that era of like nineties mm -hmm. is that of nineties rap was that like obviously Biggie and Tupac have their thing and and Biggie has like the whole like all the characters like the Frank White like the King of New York like gangster like like that whole thing. The cause you know he's like running the East Coast. Mm -hmm with that whole vibe but then he can't but then Nas comes and it's like he's like a street prophet kind of he's he's like talking about the devil and and uh and uh fighting you know uh deep like spiritual warfare and stuff like that so but he started rapping when he was like I don't know like 9 10 or 11 so I would like to see I would kind of like to either see that or Kanye honestly oh, because yeah. Kanye because Kanye's uh 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 mentor uh, uh -huh. no ID says that it, when Kanye's mother brought uh Kanye to him to no ID when Kanye was 14 Kanye was Kanye at 14. Wow. Like everything that people say about, oh, he's like this because this happened to him or this happened. No ID says he was that was at 14. There. <laughs> yeah, it was all there. Everything, everything was there. Uh, not as so much the skill level, obviously, because he had to teach him stuff, but he was, he had the creativity yeah. that was there. Like the, and the tenacity. Of someone, yeah. Yeah, and the tenacity and the confidence and the, and the, and the, the, all the like, the braggadocious stuff so like he yeah like you said yeah right all the ingredients were there and he just had to give him like lessons like okay go make a beat like this or do or you know i had know nothing about uh, music really at all i but love he that would give him whatever see, task to see that. And, yeah because when yeah, knowing what Kanye, you know that, about them now and then watching yeah them, it's so cool. and then nas is cool because it's like I think like what you said, like you're building off of the context of what came before too. So knowing yeah. now where Nas is, but like going back to a time when, you know, nobody or what's not made right. yet. Yeah, nobody watch yeah, how no, people no. felt based on what you know right. about the context is really cool. Oh, that's right. That's exactly it, Teresa. That yeah. is exactly it. I, I would love to see that. Like this 10 or 11 year old and he's rapping about these things. It's like, what the fuck? Like, what is uh -huh. But it's good. Like, what is? Yeah, that, yeah. I, I would love to see like how people felt in the room because they knew somehow, like yeah. people knew, like watch out for this kid. Uh, yeah, it's all, yeah. That's so yeah. cool. Well, thank you for um, sharing all that and for your answers. Um, can you tell our listeners where to follow you, find you, whatever, to check out your comedy, anything Yeah, like hell yeah. Uh, yeah, again, uh, Pretty Smart is coming out on Netflix, October 8th. Uh, I have uh, Instagram, it's at rchestang. I have uh, uh, Twitter, at chestangraphiel. Uh, and yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. Yay, thanks for doing the pod. You can follow this podcast at Tell Me Anything Pod and follow me on Instagram at Teresa Lee. Thank you for listening to You Can Tell Me Anything. You Can Tell Me Anything is a comedic podcast created and produced by Teresa Lee on the Hoo Ha Ha Podcast Network. The Hoo Ha Ha team is Ashley McAtee, Audrey Povar, Maggie Ruth Austin, Cardi Assad, and Stephanie Binot. The theme song for this podcast was created by Cody Johnston. The outro music was written by Shipwreck Sailor. 
and the Hoo Ha Ha app can be found in the Apple Store to stream your favorite comedy series and laugh out loud podcasts by the funniest woman in comedy. To contact this podcast specifically, you can email tellmeanythingpod at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram at tellmeanythingpod. Thank you.